Hello, this is Cinema Red Pill. I'm Timothy, and I'm here with Joel. Yeah, today we are, we do not have uh, Sharon with us, who is the regular host of the show. She could not be available for this, but yeah, I'll be taking over. And uh, today we shall be discussing anime, yeah, which is a, a very big genre globally. Yeah, and probably we haven't really touched on it. I think on the podcast, so ever. I think ever. So I think it's a good time. Yeah. So uh, today we also have a guest who will be on the podcast. Her name is Charity. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> Charity. Uh, I'll let her introduce herself. But yeah, she's. Uh, I would say of the three of us here, Joel and her are pretty much the experts on anime. So <laughs> yeah, they'll be really taking us through this. So I'll leave uh, Charity to maybe introduce herself. Yeah. Um, yeah, hello everyone out there. My name is Charity uh, Atukunda, and I am a visual artist currently based in Kampala, um, illustrator, um, fine artist, I guess you can say, painter, um, and venturing into animation. Um, I'm a complete anime nerd. Well, I, I hope to think that I still am. <laughs> a little rusty. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to talk about this because I think if, for the people that know my work or know who I am, um, they have experienced my work in my life right now. But um, a lot of them don't know that, you know, like a lot of the origins of my passion as an artist really started from anime. That's a very good intro. Yeah, very yeah. yeah so uh, the format for this episode will be that uh, Joel and Charity have basically made three picks for uh, their maybe favorite anime uh, films and TV shows of all time. Yeah. And of course, at the end, there will be some honorable mentions because I, th- I think it was very hard for them to like so really zero down on this. Really hard. Yeah, <laughs> zero down on this three. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, no, having mentioned that, I think I'll just maybe have to like give a, a brief like introduction to like anime as a genre in general. And uh, anime... Uh, and be defined as hand-drawn <coughs> or computer-generated animation originating from Japan. And that's anime is the name people outside Japan give, like, the animation from there. But in Japan, anime is pretty much every animation. <laughs> so that's just something to point out. It's not, yeah, every, yes. everything is anime. It's not just, yeah. Um, I'll, maybe the history of, like, anime, I would just want to say that uh, the earliest, like, commercial Japanese animation, according to my research, dates back to 1917, which is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But I think, yep. but the genre really didn't get its characteristic style till the 1960s uh, through the works of a cartoonist called uh, Osamu Tezuka, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. developed a large following there. Um, Astro Boy. Yeah, Astro yeah. Boy. Okay, Astro that's Boy. great. That's oh, great. that was the Astro Boy. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, yeah. Yeah, one of the first. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> also, uh, going mm-hmm. even further back, uh, there were precursors for anime because Japan mm-hmm. has a very rich history, especially hand-drawn art. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, I was just going, I'll just throw this in there, but there was something I saw, Emma Kimono, which I've seen before, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, when people have these scrolls, and there's yeah. someone narrating and he's unfolding this scroll yep. and yep. yeah he's telling a story mm-hmm. and then there's uh, something called kagi i think that's the pronunciation which is shadow puppetry mm-hmm. and all these are like from way back i think emakimono was from 19 from the 19 uh, not the 19th the 11th century actually mm-hmm. and kagi is from the 
the the early 17th century to like the mid 18th century that's when like that was like the a very dominant form of entertainment in japanese culture so mm-hmm. this kind of also informed the the anime movement that eventually sprang up in the 20th mm-hmm. century mm-hmm. so uh by the 1930s anime had developed like into an alternative medium in japan mm-hmm. side right next to like live action films mm-hmm. but of course at the time they were struggling to compete with like the Disney productions which were yep. because they were again there was an issue of logistics and all that and again at the time they really focused on cut out animation whereas Disney was at the level of doing like cell animation because yeah. of like the budgets they could yeah for a long time they yeah. had the budgets they could employ people to do all that yeah, yeah but then it wasn't until uh, uh, when anime really came into its own in the 1960s was when they also really adapted this style animation style and uh, they were also able to like incorporate other things that were not common to like animation especially in Disney and the West mm-hmm. where they focused more on like characters and camera movements whereas in most western animations it was just the movements within these worlds they really focused on setting and trying to like bring out the story in very interesting ways so yeah that's something i found very interesting uh another thing is uh, anime is usually adopted from mangas yep. light novels and i know you guys are all about that <laughs> i know we could probably do a whole episode on just mangas that you guys maybe yeah. loved yeah but that's like yeah. the, that's usually where they're adapted from mm-hmm. and um also something else i thought very interesting to point out was that uh, anime uh, as an industry is quite big in japan mm-hmm. when i found out there are like over 430 anime production companies that was mm-hmm. it just blew my mind <laughs> yeah just, yeah it's a very big genre and also anime accounts for 60% of the global animation that t- television shows Brilliant. so if you add everything up from the west yeah. europe everywhere yeah. 60% of animated television movies japan yeah so it's a very dominant art form there so mm-hmm. yeah that's what i thought mm-hmm. would be okay introduction for this so Having said that, I would just, uh, I think we'll start with Joel. Joel, I think you can get into what your first pick is in anime and get to this. Okay. Yeah, well, that was a great introduction. Yeah, and thank you. Yeah, that's a lot of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so my first pick yeah. is uh, One Piece. Which is, I think, probably the longest running mm. <laughs> anime or manga. I think the manga is like on issue 1015. I don't, wow. I don't read the manga now, though. I just was like a focus on the anime. The anime is on like episode 986 as of yeah. now. Okay. Yeah, very big uh, time investment. <laughs> I first encountered it actually in uh, college, like my freshman, yeah. like my first semester. Almost failed all my classes watching that. <laughs> no lie, no yeah. lie. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of those shows that's notoriously hard for a lot of people to get into, especially because of the art style. Yeah. And it was off-putting to me as well. I remember I watched the first episode and I was like, no, this is just weird. And I left it alone, but it's like once you get into it, it never leaves, just never leaves, and it's still going. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, one sort of those things where you're afraid the guy's going to die, <laughs> like making the thing because even at the point we're at now in the story, it feels it still feels like gone for another 10 years or even 20 years if the guy wanted yeah. to. 
So one part's like I do love long form storytelling, but I'm also like please finish so that I can complete. You don't say like there's no like uh, there's no release at the end of this. Um, but yeah, it's a very fascinating like put together story. I I'm also big into illustration, uh, animation, and uh, writing, like yeah. storytelling. Mm-hmm. And as far as like a blueprint for worlds, one of the best blueprints for just like world building, how to build the world. Like I love the way because it it's uh, like One Piece. Uh, before I like veer off too much, like the story is basically this world that's full of islands. Which I guess our continents are kind of that. Because <laughs> like this one has way more islands, though. <laughs> like way more islands, and it's like this world is like run by um, like the world government. The way it runs it is has this big world navy like policing the whole world. But in that Kavuya, you have like pirates, like outcasts who yeah. just want to like sail the seas, be free, do whatever they want. So you know, heroes are not heroes; they're like pirates yeah. yeah they like do the right thing but they like the option to also do the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah which makes it very interesting uh you have the main character luffy's dream is to become the king of the pirates then you have uh zoro his goal is to be the best swordsman in the world uh, you have sanji uh, wants to be the best cook in the world <laughs> you have this chick uh is it robin who wants to like find all the archaeological things uh-huh. and like uncover this mystery of like the origins of their worlds like everyone has very simple it has a big cast of characters but with very simple clear-cut goals mm-hmm. which you can see a beginning and end to but it's also like open-ended enough that you could infinitely just keep telling these stories mm-hmm. um and i think yeah without without delve because you could you cannot like each if us actually talk about the story itself that would need like its own but i'll say one of the defining moments for me of the series i think was the was the impel down arc where it's like a lot of major like character deaths uh I think actually like like uh, the midpoint because they're like going with these characters and they keep they keep like overcoming evil. So it's like they give us an infinity war moment. I think okay. it's the best thing I can reference okay. it to, where like they build the audience up like they're used to like the heroes always win and save the day. It's yeah. like they just got whooped like things. Yeah. Just whooped. So, like, that's the end of yeah. the movie and guys yeah. are like what? It's <laughs> so, like One Piece had moments like that where the characters just came up against a force they were not ready for. Yeah. Like, yeah. They bit off way more than they could chew and they got smacked like yeah. three times yeah. and they had to like go and chill for two years <laughs> get some training and then resume. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I loved about that. That's, like, that's some real life yeah. stuff. It's not like uh, yeah. say the Dragon Ball series yeah. or like the right. series yeah. we have like a training board one time uh-huh. you train for uh-huh. a bit and uh-huh. always like oh train in higher gravity yeah. <laughs> it's strong also yeah. so shit like that yeah. like this I felt the I, I, I like the pro, the power progression mm-hmm. the power mm-hmm. system I guess yeah. Um, so yeah it's a very very well designed series it's one of my favorite series I'm still watching it even now mm. um, it's a testament if it can still be entertaining yeah, uh, yeah. almost 1000 episodes because yeah. you can be as long as you want yeah. if you're boring yeah people yeah. go to check boring. out after some time <laughs> um yeah. but yeah um that's that's my first pick i think for the series i would highly recommend um and uh for anybody mm-hmm. who's hesitant because of the art style mm-hmm. uh you, you'll get used to it i can't i can't really say <laughs> it's my favorite art style yeah. even uh, mm-hmm. like to look at um 
but yeah and and i think one of the only actually manga that i have in my collection as uh, a friend of mine i think went to japan and then got me yeah that 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 moment that ace dies in the story the impel down arc it's all in japanese so i can't read it yeah. <laughs> it's like nice yeah, to it's have good to, good to look right? at yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the part yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's definitely one of my uh, favorite series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll also say just that in picking these things, it's like I didn't want to go for those, the obvious, like <laughs> big, is it big three, big five? Yeah. Like the Naruto, Bleach, yes. uh, yeah. Fairy Tale. Yeah. 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 Now, now there is, uh, what's this thing with the heroes? I don't get it. My Hero Academia, which I didn't yeah. get. Yeah. That's, that's another story. But yeah, this generation's kind of left me behind. But, um, but yeah, that's my first pick. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great. Yeah, but that's a great pick, and I also found it very interesting when I was trying to look up One Piece, mm-hmm. and I saw like the r- running, like mm-hmm. it was from ninety nine to present. <laughs> to present, and yeah. I thought I thought like it, it had probably ended, yeah. and like there's just this big collection of episodes. But the fact that they're mm-hmm. actually still making it, probably more than twenty years of making this thing, and it still has a fan base, exactly. yeah. Yeah. it's really good. So, and yeah. it's still one of the yeah, and it's still rated. one of the highest rated, still most watched yeah. uh, animes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I really nice. think that's a good pick. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll go to charity next. Uh, yeah. yeah, What is your pick? Uh, yeah, my first pick has to be um, Sailor Moon, which um, I would say it was my gateway anime into yes. <laughs> anime. Yes. <laughs> was, it, was it dubbed? Was it, <laughs> um, it, was, it was dubbed, and actually, um, yeah, I, I will talk about dubbing at some point, hopefully, yeah, but yes. briefly. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I was, when I was a kid, um, so I was in the U.S. at the time, um, and um, I just kind of, there were these cartoons they would show in the morning, like before school, mm-hmm. and I, I was, <laughs> well, I, got, I got slapped a few times because I was like, I was late because I was watching like either music videos on MTV or, or, or yeah, or, or cartoons. And um, Sailor Moon would go on, I think, like around like 7 a.m. or something like that um, on, I think, like Cartoon Network. Um, and, um, yeah, I just, I remember the first time I ever saw it, I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Um, I was like, it's pretty. There's girls. They're, like, fighting. Um they're pretty cool. Each one has their own personality. Um, they're into, I mean, like, it got me into, like, um, astronomy. Not astronomy, but I guess when you talk about, like, the cosmos. Astrology. astrology that's the right word. Um, stones. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, I got into stones. Like, no, I was really learning a lot of, like, scientific things, you know? Like... Um, it made like yeah it made astrology like those science classes a bit easier because I was like I know a lot about yeah. elements um, <laughs> a lot of mythology so I mean for the people who've never watched Sailor Moon um, the storyline is basically about uh, the main character Sailor Moon who's like kind of a ditzy airheaded blonde which is a bit of a stereotype um blue-eyed blonde which also kind of is a bit terrible because um, uh, the Japanese did look towards like European features and kind of like put them in some of their animations which Mm -hmm. is anime which is a bit you know but of course there's been different styles and all of that Um, but yeah so so this ditzy airheaded kind of girl like 
this cat comes to her and is like, you're the moon princess and you need to assemble this your 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 sailor senshi, which is like the sailor warriors. Um, and there's like a, a whole past like um, that she's forgotten uh, where she used to rule in the moon peacefully with her mother and then this evil woman who wanted to take over her you know her kingdom um, like attacks um, steals her man <laughs> who's the prince of the earth <laughs> because the whole entire earth has one prince um, <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, um, like, so to save their lives, uh, her mother, like, sends them to the modern day today, um, and she has, like, this team of girls, each represented by some kind of uh, planet or moon, so you have, like, so she's Sailor Moon, then there's, like, Sailor Mars, sing, Sailor sing, Mercury, sing yeah, Mercury. <laughs> Sailor Venus, <laughs> Sailor Mercury, <laughs> yes, that song, oh my god, <laughs> My brothers were not. They were. They were like, please, let's watch Dragon Ball Z. I do not want to watch Sailor Moon. Um, and actually, a lot of I got made so much fun of for for liking Sailor Moon. But actually, like when I really now that I'm older and I look back on it, um, I actually thought it was a revolutionary kind of um, you know concept because there really wasn't a lot of anime at the time with just women like yeah. being badass. But also they're fighting evil with something that's a bit unusual, which is like love and justice. And, you know, it kind of like teaches a lot of like vulnerability. And, like, and these are the things like you learn as you get older, you know, like, you know, you should be more um, empathetic and vulnerable and, and understanding yeah. of who you might consider your enemy might just be like a troubled person with a dark past, you know, these kinds yeah. of things. Which was really quite unique, and the creator, um, who I hope I don't butcher her name, Naoko Tekochi. Okay, she's probably butchered that. Yeah, she's a. Uh, I read up on her, and and she's a unique person, and she actually was highly inspired by um, this couture high fashion uh, industry because a lot of like her characters and bad guys are really like very fashionable. Mm -hmm. um, and and I discovered the TV show, but then I read the manga, which is far better um, because the TV show kind of um, they stripped the, the manga of some of its yeah. um, more complex stories mm -hmm. the main character isn't as annoying um, each character gets more like of an in-depth background rather than mm -hmm. just like a you know a brief you know like yeah. just Exposure and the like lesson of the day in the manga too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, to be honest, I was much younger and I was like, this art is really pretty. Yeah. I like planets. Yeah. Yeah. I like cute clothes. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of fighting for justice and love. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then that kind of got me into anime and it got me into drawing. I was like obsessed with drawing it. Um, yeah, um, and it was just really interesting to just see a world created by women, like from a women's perspective, um, and it's fun. And each care, and you could identify with each like character, whether you're like the nerdy one, or you're like the fighting like tough one, or you're like the fiery like priestess who had like she was the best actually. She has like this Shinto priestess yeah. Yeah. who was like warding off evil spirits, and like fire was her thing. And I was like, whoa. So it was, it was like each person was very complex, but unfortunately I found the series kind of like dumbed them down a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but it was still like well, like 
like so many young people, young women and men mm-hmm. idolize it, but more young women, I'll say. Um, yeah, all the men in the closet. Yeah, all the men in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doja Cat actually did like one of her music videos. She did like because the, the, they have these transformation sequences. Oh, yeah. Where they like call out the power of their planet, and then like they got like the gloves and the. I mean, that was just like a cute scene, just to, like yeah. put on cool clothes and yeah. it's shiny. I and heard, I heard there was like yeah. a weird nudity thing between the American versions and the Japanese. Oh versions. my god, there was something <laughs> censored in yeah. there. They censored so much because Sailor Moon actually also had its first queer, like female yes. couple, yeah. but then in the American translate like in the american whatever no, no, they were like let's make them cousins yeah, so there's this very bizarre like yeah. they yeah. erase the lesbians but also <laughs> yeah the nudity of it it's actually quite because they're like in these shortcut skirts they're, they're like quite naked yeah like it's it's, it's <laughs> they're quite young yeah and then the main character is dating this guy who's like in like university he's like in his like Almost thirties, and she's like fifteen, Yeah, and and then like in the second season, like their child from the future comes, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's a special series. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it has its hits and misses, um, but it did inspire a lot because there's like a bunch of like um, like these like new uh, cartoons for kids, like your mm. Wink Saga and all of these. All inspired by Sailor Moon. Yeah. It was like yeah. a concept that just really worked well um, globally for like this feminism kind yeah. of market yeah, of like yeah, yeah. <laughs> putting out women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's very it's very controversial um, in those senses, but yeah. still, I love it. It's um, it got me to this place. So yeah, yeah that's my first uh, my first yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once one piece has a rampant. Uh, over sexualizing women <laughs> yes. like a yes. but anime <laughs> like, overly sexualizes women that's for yeah. sure so they are not they are not yeah it is not a yeah um, no definitely yeah. 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 yeah great great opening guys uh, two, <laughs> yes. two great series and also something I found very interesting is also how I had mentioned there are a lot of production houses mm-hmm. in Japan mm-hmm. and yeah both your first picks are by the same I think they dominated though like in uh, producing quite a lot of popular animes that were able to yeah. cross over yes. to the western world yeah. western yes. world yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah great uh, so I think maybe we'll go to the second pick uh, Joel what's your second pick Oh yeah, uh, my second pick is uh, Death Note. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's one of those gateway. Yeah. Um, must, <laughs> well, must watch series if you plan to be in anime for the long haul. Oh yeah. And if you're not super into anime, it's one of the things I recommend to people that are not super yeah. into yes. anime and oh, yes. never will be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is just a good yeah. story. Yeah. Good yeah. story. Um. Yeah, so Death Note follows this high school kid called uh, Light Yagami, and he comes upon this book where you write anyone's name in it, and they just drop dead. Yeah. Uh, so he kind of starts out as an anti-hero, but yeah, things go as well as you could expect, yeah. giving a kid that power. Yeah. And he's super <laughs> smart and everything, so it's like the plot devolves into him like trying to strategically kill people. He, he, he declares himself like this... 
avatar, I guess, of justice and yeah. bring peace to the world by like yeah. killing only yeah. like the bad, yeah. bad people, whatever, whoever he deems bad. So it it evolves from that into like a kind of cat and mouse game where he's trying not to get caught because they introduce this other brilliant character called the uh, L, very creepy, quirky uh, character, like sits. Like, I don't even yeah, know how to describe yeah, how he sits. Like, yeah, he's just like... Yeah, he's got in a chair and he's quite... Yeah, he's quite... Yes, and that is, like, I live for that. Like, the whole series, like, the back and forth uh, between L and Light. Right. And especially with L, I think L is my favorite character in that thing because yes. he's working with such a major handicap because he's supposed to be, like, the best detective on the planet. His handicap is that he doesn't know the supernatural mm. shit like mm. this. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he still knows enough enough to tell him that this guy is has something guy. to do yeah. with everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so delicious the way he even like baits him into revealing how the power works. Like yeah. he, he's very methodical at like getting to the root causes of everything. And yeah, the series gets into L's backstory at some point and. Where super smart people like him are like made basically. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. come from this really creepy. Um, but the series goes to really, really, really dark places. Yeah. And yes. yeah, the, the, our character, you, you grow from like, oh, he's kind of an anti hero to like, this is just a straight up villain. So, like, <laughs> villain <laughs> the origin story. Yeah. Oh, and I'd be remiss to forget mentioning uh, Ryuk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's a scene stealer? Yeah. He's, the, he's like the angel of death. Um, oh my god! That's like attached to like this book, yeah. and the whole oh premise god. for him even being there because he's the one that drops the book accidentally yeah. 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 on Earth. His whole premise is that all oh, gods of death are just bored. They're just like chilling, <laughs> you right? Know, <laughs> and they're bored, and he just wants to mess around yeah. with yeah. some humans. Up. Yeah. <laughs> So he, so like they go looking for interesting humans who like mess around with things, yeah. and you know they go for a ride, just yeah. go for the ride. Yeah. And yeah. It's so yeah, his whole thing, also his relationship with light, is also very entertaining. Yeah, because it's this whole thing of like you know I'm going to kill you, like one day. So, <laughs> oh, I, yes. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's brilliant. And then also light, like you can tell with his narcissism is like no, I will outwit this whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do all this stuff and yeah. get yeah. away with it. Yeah. And yeah, of course, I would spoil where the story mm-hmm. goes. Uh, other than saying, yeah, I would highly, highly recommend it. Uh, it was done by um, Sugumi Oba and Takeshi Obata. Yeah. Yeah, I never read the manga, though. Uh, those people who did mm-hmm. the manga. Um, I started actually with the dub. Yeah. And I went to the sub. Uh, yeah. When I read, when my tastes kind of realigned. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, the, yeah. The, the other really cool characters like um, is it Misa? Who yeah. Really, who really like yeah this crazy chick who becomes Light's girlfriend that also has her own uh, yeah. angel of death. Uh, it just yeah. so much mayhem. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it, but it's. The plot is literally just a long series of mind games. Right. Most of the time, you're just hearing the thoughts of the character. Yeah. Him like trying to like read this person. How yeah. much do they know? Is he about to do this? This yeah. is oh, yeah. this is my strategy now. Yeah. And it's nice to see these really smart people going at it. That's why I enjoyed it. It's a very smartly written series. Yeah. Very. Um. Yeah. So I'd highly recommend. Uh, highly don't recommend you watch the Netflix one for. <laughs> you don't, you don't like the American, Netflix movie American Death Note <laughs> <laughs> no, you, don't, so you don't like the film Relates doing everyone's homework Oh, so stupid. <laughs> so stupid 
I did like Black L though for, for what it was worth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black Hill stand. He like he stand. He was, was like, a perfect. Yeah, been great. Yeah, yeah. Different yeah. movie. In a different movie. But yeah, that's my second. Ah, doing everything. Yeah, it's deliciously dark, and I think what I love most about it is that it challenges because we all think we're good people. Oh yes. And we kind of <laughs> yeah, you know. Yep. So when when he first gets that book and you're watching it and he's and you're and you know he's like I'm gonna kill all the bad guys. You're like yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. But then later on he does some like questionable things because he doesn't want. And then you're like hmm. But then you're like but what would I do? And then you just kind of like start to slowly question yourself yeah. as a human being. Like, am I really a good person? Like, is killing justifiable? Even if you had that power, what what really happens when you get that kind of power? You become corrupted. Like you it's just it's really justify anything. Yes, anything. it's like what, how do you become a good guy? Then like what defines that? Exactly. And I think I I do love this about Japanese anime as a genre because they really delve into these heavy hitting topics. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them, but a good deal of them. And I feel like that's often what's that's what drew, drew me to it because. It's often lacking, I find, in like the more Western like media. Like when you when you look at yes. like your superheroes, Very where it's like good guys, bad guys. Yes. Um, <laughs> Save the day. You know, and and even your Disney. I feel like Disney is just now trying to like tap into the deeper conscious of like mm. creating, you know, work like that speaks on a deeper level. It's quite superficial, mm. and I think I've always admired Japanese anime for that. They go. Real deep. They go all the way. They go all the way. I'm so jealous. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant second pick. I'm yeah. a huge fan also, of that one. Also, it has the most intense writing you've ever seen. Right? <laughs> you're like, <laughs> so dramatic. Yeah. he's just writing, but you're so hooked. You're yeah, like, I'm like watching him write. Like, but it's yeah, writing. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've also seen Death Note. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Started I, watching, I, yeah. I watched the movie first on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like a trash. Yeah. And I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I was I like, this is a brilliant yeah. concept. But yeah. I had to check out like the series as well. Yeah. And I really like the fact that it was 37 episodes, which is yeah. more of a closed narrative, not yeah. like, say, One Piece, yeah. which exactly. has. So yeah. it's something you know you can watch from beginning to end, and you have that catharsis at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I found it very interesting, as everything you guys have mentioned yeah. was the issues of morality and all that because yeah. uh, yeah. i imagine also like what would i do if i also had such power and i'd probably go crazy yeah, yeah. You know, i do think i'm a good person yeah. but then also something i found very interesting was that uh, the creator mm-hmm. who you, you mentioned takeshi obata said uh, that when he made death note it was because they weren't very many suspense thriller mangas like at the yeah. time yeah. so like again i feel it was genre wise within anime it was something that was also very new and brought something into the genre and again you also mentioned the issue like uh, about morality and all that and yeah. he also has something he says that he didn't really like write this with any themes in mind mm. to him it was just a really interesting story but he said <laughs> something that something that is really at the core for him at this is that no human being has the right to pass judgment on another's exactly. actions right. no one should play God and Ooh, I right. found that really interesting yeah, yes. yeah so yes. yeah, yeah. Great pick. I I loved uh, I loved yeah. uh, watching uh, Death Note. It's a really good series. And that uh, character design. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh. Actually, yeah. The, the like the demons. Oh yeah, yeah, the demon. Yeah. I was like, that is brilliant. It has, like, it has like very hard lighting. Very hard. Yeah. Very intense. Yeah. 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 It's really, like, the city's like so dark and yeah. scary. Like, yeah. I mean, 
What about his fascination with apples? Then right, <laughs> that apple. Yeah. That this 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 brilliant because I, Japanese like one trend I've noticed. Well, one pattern I've noticed in a lot of anime is that they actually use a lot of uh, Christian mythology mm. oh, yes. and Greek, yeah. like this more Western yes. centric mythology. Mm-hmm. But I love how they incorporate into their own work because it's different when you're coming from that background when you've mm-hmm. heard about like Zeus and Jesus like mm-hmm. you know you you kind of identify yeah. with it mm-hmm. but they're like no we have a complete different mindset when it comes to mythology yeah. so well, we're yes. looking at this mythology coming from the west as a complete like story to uh, to them they're like mm-hmm. it's a story mm-hmm. so they play with it in a really like mm-hmm. unique way that yeah. i never yeah, I feel like the, in the Western world, they're so attached to these narratives. Yeah. But they're so like, no, we're going to fuck with it, all of it. <laughs> yeah, like, like, but are still more religiously inclined. Uh, like in Dragon Ball, they have that character called Satan. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like Satan. back then, I was like, oh my oh god, my god. god. this is called some dude Satan. Satan. Yes, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, no, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, or Neon Genesis Evangelion, where it's like the angels, and like, like, yeah, like, it's like a whole, like, you know, the story of Adam and Eve, but they're like, we're just gonna fuck this shit up (laughs) with Mecca, and they're like, ooh, anyways, let's not get into that. That's a a whole nother. Yeah, Yeah, Death Note, a brilliant picture. I highly also recommend. (laughs) This is a good starting point, as you said, for people who are not so much anime inclined and maybe just want something that's good, one off, like, to get into the genre. I yeah. think this is a very good pick. Yeah, so I think we'll go to uh, charity. Second. Your second yes. pick. Second What's pick. your second pick? I, I mean, now I have to get into <laughs> Miyazaki. <laughs> oh, really? Have okay. to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and because um, he was also like, he, like, not, let me not say Miyazaki. Let me talk about Studio Ghibli. But yeah. let me talk about... That was like another contribution to my growth as a lover of anime and as an artist. Mm-hmm. Discovered... Um, the mangas of uh, um, uh, Miyazaki, specifically um, uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, in the public library, which my dad would be like, you're not going to go uh, <laughs> do fun things. He's like, go to, go to the library and read. And I hated it, so I just went into like the comic book section and I found this amazing series. And then I discovered that you know there was a whole... like. There was movies, and I was like, yeah. "Oh my God, Studio Ghibli! What the? That's all I've been needing in my life." So I have to say, though, I had to pick, and it's a very hard one, but I had to say, like, my second pick is um, *Howl's Moving Castle*. Um, it it just it's the one that I love most out of his whole entire, uh, well, out of Studio Ghibli's entire filmography, I guess you can say. Um, and that's a tough one because I always like I was like Princess Mononoke. I was like no 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 How's Moving Castle. Um, and again, in the tradition of um, taking Western stories or concepts and bringing them into anime, mm. this this one is based on a beloved um, uh, novel by Diane Wine 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 Jones, yeah, yeah. yeah a British writer, um, and the story basically is about Sophie, uh, the main character, who is. She's she's a witch. She has powers, but she doesn't really know that she has powers. She doesn't really not until the end of the film does she discover she has her own kind of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, she works in a hat shop. Um, she has this domineering stepmother who's kind of like and 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 two sisters who are like quite successful. And the stepmother kind of 
reaps all the benefit of of this like it's, it's a bit of like the Cinderella-esque thing but like um, so this mother is reaping all the benefits of her talent and hard work she has this like ability to transform like these basic objects into these beautiful hats um, and then so the the stepmother like her father dies at some point this is like if you read the novel but of course you don't see this in the film um, father dies and then the stepmother is like yeah I'm making money I'm making money uh, and then she encounters Howl and then um, she thinks it's just like a chance encounter, but then um, this the wicked witch of the waste comes to her hat shop and it's like this is a tacky hat shop, and she's like, man, she like turns her into shop. an old woman, and and it's like it, I, I mean it's such a brilliant film because you see her become and and, and by the way. Rarely do we see things about just old people, first of all, guys, because we just, I, I feel like we forget that they exist because we're yeah, like, yes, we're in such yeah. in our own world. But then you think about like, she's basically living her life like backwards, like Benjamin Buttony, but this, yes. they kind of use this oldness as, because um, the curse that the witch puts on her is very like, it kind of like, it's, it's, it's like representative of her state of how she views herself. Mm. Like, uninteresting unappealing kind of like decrepit and just like put away but then she meets Howl and then they end up like you know being on his crazy castle castle, which (laughs) my god like that artwork you guys is insane and that castle is reminiscent of um, this mythology of um, was it Baba Yaga or something like that like Mm -hmm. this um, in in, um, I want to say Russian mythology mm-hmm. very interesting um, and then uh, yeah so they um, basically this the, the government or whatever the ruling power is trying to take away the power of witches mm-hmm. so they try to get Howl but she's like instrumental in him not getting his powers taken away and they fall in love and the more they fall in love the more she becomes younger I guess so mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's one of also Miyazaki's like reoccurring themes in his film he's like love is a very important thing uh, yeah, but in the end they defeat the bad guys They a lot of things are resolved well actually there's really not really a bad guy but the stories are resolved there's different characters and each storyline is resolved um, yeah I mean I just I think it speaks to me on very many volumes as, an, as a film um, I don't know what else to say about it but it's just so brilliant it's so well done um, and I just love that scene where like the witch like where she's walking up these stairs. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah. Like she's walk, like, and then the like they tell the wicked witch of the waste like you can't you can't use this magic, uh, so you have to walk up the stairs. And I I really I was I I talked to Timothy one time I was like I really find that scene like like it's a statement and maybe I'm reading too much into it of like because it, it it is they did all this research and stuff in in the UK like they went and they did the research and so like. You're in like this imperial kind of space, um, and I thought it was a very, very unique way of talking about like imperialism and like colonialism because you have like this woman who arrives. She kind of looks like the Queen of England, like the Wicked Witch of the Waste, with like her fur hat and like her whole like outfit, and she has to walk up like this insane set of stairs, and she's just like struggling and sweating, and she's just like unable to do anything herself because she's like so fat and like <laughs> indulgent, and she's like never really like had to work hard in her life. Uh, message there, <laughs> um, and then and you have like this tiny like <laughs> terrible Asian lady who's just like 
you know, like she's like getting it. She's like walking up these stairs and keeps looking it back. And the lady is like, I don't understand how you have all this energy. And she's just looking at her like, well, you know, if you weren't such a... And I was like, oh my God. I was like, Miyazaki, like, where are you going with this? Yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. But yeah, that this is part of his work. He always has like these deeper meanings yeah. in all of his... Um, and you just kind of like, you just got to decide if you're going to like take it as it yeah. is. Or he's going to read deeper, but yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Second pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What, 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 what do you think about House Moving Castle? No, I think it's I think it's brilliant. I've I've only watched it once. Yeah. Literally once. Yeah. Because um, weirdly enough, I was not into Miyazaki for the longest time. Because mm-hmm. yeah? I found the art style uh-huh. weird. I was hung up on the spacing between the eyes. That's yes. <laughs> <laughs> And that was a big hang up for the longest time. And then when I finally got through a movie, it was like, oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. But I should have been consuming this content way earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, How's Moving Castle, for me, what stood out the most was the sheer amount of animation that was oh in it. God. It was headache inducing. <laughs> like, how are you drawing all, all of these details? <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm obsessed with that though. It was, yeah, it's beautiful. And yeah, even just the 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 character design as well. I was really into. It. I loved the house character mm. design. Yeah, and he does have that talent of creating these because they're all very off color, weird characters. Yeah, because even like how there's yeah, yeah there it's like he, he's human, but it's like something little animalistic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. About, about him. Yeah. He does do that with like I think he did that in Spirited Away. Yes. 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 But yeah, he he does have this also recurring thing for me is the kind of relationship between man and nature, and I kind oh, of yeah. saw. Yeah. I kind yeah. of saw the witch as a force of nature, and yeah. how himself in yeah. the castle, like yeah. just sheer forces of nature. Pompoko. And I just, yeah, I just love that. I just love that there was this tiny old lady at the center, yeah. of, the, like, the center of everything. everything. And I agree, there's not enough old people things. Yeah. My recent grip is with that. There's a new movie with Missy Elliott, which I hate. add that uh, about how's moving castle as you mentioned yeah. uh, it's based on a book yeah and again uh, Miyazaki did take some uh, creative liberties yeah. with yeah. the story yeah. but so much at my research what they were saying was that the book is very much about uh, class and gender norms yeah whereas he made it more about as you say old age compassion yeah and something that I also picked up doing my research for this was how they said it's also very might has very strong anti-war themes yeah and in doing the research Miyazaki actually said he was inspired to make this because of the 2003 invasion of Iraq by the oh, US wow. yeah wow. so that was like a very big driving force and why he actually 
removed quite a few things. I don't know if those are things you picked up on when you watched yeah. it, but it's something I, I just mean, came I mean, across. Miyazaki is a yeah. pacifist, a pacifist and, exactly. and with his first film, well, one of his first <clears throat> films that was really heartbreaking, which is, um, uh, what is this one about uh, World War... With the, with the yeah. young boy and the young girl. Yeah, I was, I was um, trying to remember the title. Uh, shoot. But basically, uh, I mean, he's a pacifist. Uh, something Fireflies. Uh, Grave of Fireflies. Yeah, I mean, the, the war uh, yeah. obviously in, like impacted Japan hugely. He's a huge pacifist. Yeah. Um, and, and he's a huge, I guess, environmental. He's basically a hippie. Like He's, yeah. he's a yes. huge environmentalist. Um, and he, all of his films always have that message of like he's anti-war, yeah. um, and but he's also um, like he he made um, uh, I forget the name of the film. I think it was um, when he did Nosca, the Valley of the Wind, or there was a film around there. He he, there was someone who commented about men saving women, yeah. mm-hmm. but then he completely changed that. So like even in this uh, story, it's all about. Sophie saving herself, yeah. mm-hmm. and and it's often always with all of his narratives. He's like feminist, I guess, and like um, uh, he's pacifist, environmentalist. And another thing you said about his style um, and how you how you couldn't get over the, <laughs> the space. <laughs> there, there's a there's a childlike quality to his style, and that's also on purpose because his first movies before he did Studio Ghibli were a bit more like I guess like adult. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be Lupin. Lupin, yes, the Lupin, Lupin films, yeah, yeah. where he's like a thief, and then it's mm. like there was a bit more violence in his films too. Um, but then he became very much um, like he he actually wanted to make anime that appealed to younger ages and not ju- yeah, and yeah. all ages because there was a shortage of um, well, not a shortage, but anime was also trending to this like much darker yeah. and like yeah. you know. So he yeah. was like he also wanted specifically something that was. Complex but light hearted. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, I'll, I'll stop. Yeah, there. I could talk about yeah. Miyazaki forever. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Just, just to add on to that. Also, <laughs> Miyazaki said this House Moving Castle is the favorite of all his films. Yeah. It's the one closest oh. to his heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the quote is the quote was what he wanted to convey a message that life is worth living, and I don't think that has changed. Yeah. Another really interesting thing. Uh, this film was, of course, nominated for Best Animated Feature at the Oscars. Yeah. But it lost to Wallace and Gromit, which for Come me... What? Which for me is what? just hilarious because <laughs> I like Wallace and Gromit, <laughs> but it the two are not in the same league. <laughs> yeah, uh, the cast of the Were Rabbit. Oh so it lost to that film and he has already... Okay, one of his projects already won an Oscar, but I think yeah. this was this very is, deserving yeah. of... Best anime I mean, Oscar as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, compared to Wallace and Gromit. So, yeah, yeah that just seemed very <laughs> hilarious for me. Yeah. But, yeah, that was. But, I mean, yeah. Even, even Princess Mononoke, I think, was. It was this. Titanic is what beat Princess yeah. Mononoke, but it was the most watched film in. I think Japan. Yeah. 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 yeah but. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just just beat by <laughs> Titanic. Titanic. Break, yeah. Damn it, Titanic! Yeah. <laughs> Something, yeah, just, just, just. Damn, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, but yeah, House Moving Castle is also a brilliant pick. I've seen yeah. it and I loved it. And yeah. I'd say I've also seen a few of his other films, but I'd say also this is the one that I also yeah. really enjoyed the most yeah. watching. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. So maybe Joe will have your. Second, your, your right. th- third, third pick, third, your third, third, third pick, pick now, yeah. third and final pick. So my third pick, uh, yeah. keeping with uh, Miyazaki, is yeah. Spirited Away. Okay. Yeah, that is a movie I can watch anytime, like yeah. any day. 
and it's, uh, it's a movie I am so jealous of. I wish I had made it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, hate, I love hate it in that way. Yeah. 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 I hate it so much that I love it. Yeah, that's the best it's way to so, put it. Yeah. Uh, which which movie is the highest praise I think you can give any creative? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so this one is kind of uh, the way that the uh, House Giving Castle is more Cinderella. This one's yeah. kind of more Alice in the Wonder Wonderland yes. kind, kind of vibe. Yes. To it. Uh, so it follows uh, Chihiro, who I think is like eight or something. Yeah, she's quite young. Ten, I think. Yeah, yeah, she's ten. And she's like, uh, I think they're moving houses with, uh, with her parents. Yeah. I just wish I watched this again before uh, reviewing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched it off time. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you yeah, know it by I, heart. <laughs> yeah, and I... And for me, already the first scene is captivating because you have like the parents just going on and on about whatever in the front of the car. And you have this kid fiddling around in the back. Yeah. And that already was such a nostalgic image. Yeah. And like for me, this movie is just chock filled full of just nostalgic images. Yeah. They resonate on an emotional level. Yeah. Um, which is so hard to like even explain why they work yeah. as scenes. Yeah. Because like someone else's hands would just be a basic scene or would not or you'd feel it's not adding anything to the story. But I feel like this movie was entirely comprised almost of filler scenes. Yeah. One big filler story. Yeah. But anyway, the story is that they're like traveling and then they like stop, I guess, do a little sightseeing at this mm-hmm. like really creepy looking place. <laughs> right. And they shoot And I don't know why they set adults up as so oblivious. Yeah. Like, but they are. Yeah. 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 Adults it's like, there's no danger. For adults, we got <laughs> this. They just find this food lying around and yeah. they start eating it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and the kid's like, maybe we shouldn't. And I'm like, why is the kid the most <laughs> responsible? Yeah. <laughs> and the parents just keep eating the food until mm-hmm. they literally turn into <laughs> pigs. Yeah. And now that's the plot of the story. She has to turn her parents <laughs> back into pigs. Into <laughs> human beings. Yeah. yeah. And I think from that moment, I was immediately just gripped by the story because, like, as a child, your biggest fear is like your parents just yeah, yeah. disappearing. Disappear. Yeah. Like, you have to fend for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and I think why this this movie still resonates with me to this day because it's just a film about growing up. Yeah, it's a film about like joining the the work environment, yeah. like yeah. making a living, yeah. co-worker drama. Like at its heart, like yeah. it's so entertaining for me that that's what it was. Yeah, because now she gets into this spirit world because her parents are cursed and they're pigs now, mm-hmm. and she has to like work off. I guess some kind of debt to this old woman. Yeah. Oh, Yubaba was the largest head you've Ooh, ever yeah. seen. Creepy again. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. yeah. She's creepy. And she has the largest Ooh. baby you've ever seen. <laughs> and she can like fly at you. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The nose. Oh my well. god. <laughs> it's so Her scary. It's it's, it's yeah. It's yeah. a whole look together. Yeah. Um. But you have her, you have Chihiro, the main character, like working at like this kind of spa for like, mm. spirits, and you have so many like like the design of the characters is so inspiring. So like, yeah. yeah. How did you have this time? And like, and, like when I watched like a couple of the behind the scenes stuff as well. Mm. Amount of time you would give to like one set piece. Yeah. Like, like spend like three months. Yeah. Like, until it like feels. Yeah. It's set satisfactory. <laughs> And it's when I is is and, and for me like well Hal is his favorite for me like Spirited Away is where I feel 
for me it's like my Miyazakiest. Like yeah. Movie yeah. in terms of his sensibility right. and his philosophy, right. his approach yeah. to storytelling. Yeah. Because he starts from an image and I thought that was insane. I'm like, he's yeah. no script, you yeah. just yeah. you just wing it with like a yeah. series of images <laughs> and you wind up with a story every single time. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's insane. It's an insane way to work, but it was like it's beautiful. Like it uh it like elevates the storytelling to like this emotional level which yeah. is what all movies need to be because yeah. you can enjoy and we've talked about so many movies on a technical level mm. which can yeah. be fun mm. yeah. but the ones you're going to go back yeah. and watch yeah. 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 yeah at the end of the yeah. day yeah. and with Chihiro's story because uh, she works like a bunch and as a kid of course she's surrounded by these more adult people yeah. and she's learning all these lessons about like greed mm-hmm. and overindulgence mm-hmm. and like corruption and like <laughs> just so many things she's like getting slapped by the real world right yeah she's 10 but then she proves herself yeah. like so capable yeah and i remember watching uh, what stood out to me as well in one of the behind the scenes for the movie uh, he was saying behind he designed the character I think after I think a niece mm-hmm. his that was around the same age yeah and yeah he was like yeah she's a little lazy she can do a little <laughs> yeah. what it's like I know she has like an infinite amount of resources inside her and she's capable of great things yeah and I thought that was so endearing because kids are they can yeah. be pretty dumb yeah. 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 but it's like they, they can rise to the occasion yeah. like, I thought that was such a nice message that like, yeah. you can rise to the occasion like when life gets tough like yeah. don't worry you will figure yeah. it out somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess one more thing I'll bring yeah. up yeah. is uh, my favorite sequence was that train sequence oh my god think, yes which is after ah. so much madness in the movie, just yeah. so much madness, which especially for a movie that's not violent, yeah. I still felt the kind of aftershock of oh my yeah. god, I'm so overwhelmed. But they have this train that's like running over the ocean, yeah, and it's just a character sitting with this other crazy, scary, yeah. spirit demon character. Yes, I don't want people to watch and experience for the themselves. <laughs> what was the name of that character? It was very scary. Yeah, it, it was, was like uh, a, the f- no face. Of the face yeah, yeah. So there's something yeah, like no yes, face. No face yeah. yeah, this character like produced all this gold, scary. this gold. Yeah. But yeah, and like had no speaking lines, no nothing. Yeah. Um, but you have her sitting in this train with that thing and yeah. a bunch of shadow phantoms. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's still like the, he manages set set it like as a calm scene. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> horrific stuff, but yeah. it's like it's calm, it's reflective, yeah. and in the movie it gives you time to like pause. Yeah. And actually think about like how far she's come yeah. on journey so far. Yeah. yeah. So it's for me. I I love that. If, for me, it's like a movie has really done its job if you're able to like reflect along with the yeah, character yeah. without dialogue. Because yeah. <laughs> her looking out the window, you could tell you like yeah. you know exactly what she's thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> like she's Brilliant. just processing yeah. life. Uh, and yeah, for, again, yeah. This is this is why I'm so so jealous of this movie because I feel like uh, a lot of us will go like. It's like you go through so many writing groups <laughs> and yeah. so much dialogue yeah, and exposition exactly. to get to that level of <laughs> yeah, dialogue. That finish, yeah, yeah. Like this, and he manages to make it look effortless. Look at the yeah. behind the scenes. I know it's not effortless yeah. at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like he gives that impression that it's effortless. You're just watching this little girl's life like play out. Yeah. And 
I thought it was like a beautiful journey because even the format of the story, there's no conventional like three acts yeah, Western yeah. style stuff yeah. like Latron too. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you almost don't really know where it's going to go, but and yeah. that kind of uncertainty helps yeah. again, like uh, giving it that surreal feeling of like this is like real life, yeah. Uh, yeah. so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, thankfully they give us a release at the end of everything I yeah. forget what filmmaker what animator once said that what you can show kids anything mm. as long as you give them a good ending at the yeah. end, you can scare the hell out of them traumatize <laughs> them everything but like, it has to have a good <laughs> ending <laughs> and this one gives you a good ending you know the end is that release and, and yeah and you, and you can see what I also like is that you can see the change because he draws very subtle details mm. like the facial expressions from mm. this is that, that movie is also one of, like, one of the great studies for just facial expressions because it's so subtle but like mm. at the end you can tell by her face just how much she's it's a very yeah, yeah. expression you can tell yeah. she's mature yeah. Yeah. she's more of an yeah. adult now yeah. just like a spoiled bratty yeah. kid she was at the beginning yeah. so really and I love that the main character is yeah. a spoiled bratty kid and you don't hold it against her yeah. like, that, that's also a nice thing um, so, good. so I spirited away like so many layers to like peel through yeah uh, jealous of it highly recommend Mm. Yeah, I highly recommend that mm. that that scene with the um, the bathhouse. Yes, with the stink spirit, yeah. and she yes. just pulls it, and, and there's like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I was like, He's first of all, in it. who drew this sequence? <laughs> yeah. How many people did it take to draw this sequence? <laughs> who did the color? Who? Because like, it's literally like a giant trash pit, and I'm like, yeah. the, and this is such a power in his work. Yeah. And and even the, when you're talking about the process of like um, um, having the uh, art first and then you know mm-hmm. I feel like in the pro- there's such a structure to making animation mm-hmm. that you know sometimes we forget about what makes it powerful is the feeling and sometimes yeah. it, it's not necessarily to write the script yeah, I mean he does have a great team behind him but sometimes when you lose that that power the emotion of images. Sometimes you just lose the whole story, and Completely. I think that that's so brilliant about uh, uh, that that film. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to say, um, the the collaborator, he the person who works on the music for mm-hmm. all of his films, it's usually mm-hmm. the same person, oh, yeah. Joe Hishiyashi, yeah. and he really yeah. compliments because when you're talking about that scene in the water. There's a way, like I never at first I never used to pay attention to the music, but then there's a way that scene and the and and the piano, mm-hmm. and like the water, it all contributes to that reflectiveness. Exactly. And 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 I and it's interesting because he works with the same musician every single time for almost every single yeah. movie, mm-hmm. and there's always like a beautiful marriage of this similar, these similar feelings being reflected in the soundtrack. Yeah. And I just absolutely love that also about yeah. the way they've tackled the That's one more the reason films. to be jealous of him. Right? <laughs> the right? Yeah. So right? Yeah. Yeah. They're so right? Like, like, you can just hear like that basic level of a director finding yeah, yeah. like... Yeah. Or a cinematographer. Yeah, cinematographer, like a yeah. DOP. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> when that marriage is good, it is so yeah. good. Yeah. When it's bad. Yeah. It's just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's yeah. really amazing. Um, I absolutely love Spirited Away. That's also like in my. I always divert. I'm like, like I have a year where I'm like, oh, I want to watch Spirited Away. And then the next year I'm like, Princess Mononoke. Yeah. And then the next year I'm like, How's <laughs> Moving Castle? Each one has a period. Yeah. And I would just like to say there's a, a similarity to 
Kiki's Delivery Service yes. in that in that um, which is another life, yeah, yeah Ghibli film about a young girl and facing all of these challenges and it's just it's so great I feel like there's just not enough stories mm-hmm. um, I would recommend that yeah. one too it's yeah, a witch it's really who's good. a delivery girl yeah yeah, yeah. and he takes the it's most crazy. mundane like yeah. little things but they become so and it's like he takes yeah. this epic giant like super yeah. powerful, super powerful things and then makes them mundane yeah like, makes them mundane yes. yes yes yeah um, yeah, oh my god, yeah, we could talk about it exactly <laughs> yeah, forever. Yeah, clearly, 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 clearly. Yeah. Like forever. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I'll just add that uh, mm. I knew Spirited Away was like a great film. Mm. I just didn't know how big it was at the time <laughs> when it came out because when I was doing the research for this again, mm. it was like the highest grossing film in Japan for yeah. the longest till yeah. like 2020 when I think a film called Demon Slayer overtook uh, it, but yeah. it was what, the highest after, after 20 years, <laughs> it was the highest grossing yeah, film in Japan, yeah. made over yeah. 300 was, million yeah, Mugen Train, yeah, something like that and also something else I would put is that uh, Spirited Away did win an Oscar for Best Animation in yeah. 2003 yeah. Yeah. and it was, it's still the first and only hand-drawn non-English animated feature yeah. to do so yeah. the same year it also won the Golden Bear at the Balinari so yeah. that's also like just yeah. showing how it's brilliant and yeah. another really cool thing is like I was reading something about it and they were like this list you know they usually make decade lists or something and yeah. uh, Spirited Away was the, is considered the fourth best film of the 21st century by close to 200 critics uh, yeah. by, from the BBC and the New York Times ranked it as the best film of the 21st century so oh, far. Oh, that's actually in 2017. Fairly accurate. Yeah. So yeah. So like. <laughs> so like accurate. it's a very well, very well appreciated. Yeah. It got its dues. Yeah. And and I think also when it was made, yeah. uh, it was so inspiring that that actually that's I think House Cal- Moving Castle also got made because the the I I don't want to say it was the writer. I'm not sure if she's still yeah. alive or yeah. if she's alive, but. Yeah. They were like, this is so great. Please do this with yes. this story. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they even commissioned, um, uh, is it Tales of Earth G? And that's a famous yeah. Ursula Le Guin novel. Yeah. So they, it, it also started this like, admir- like the Western world yeah. was like, we want what you're doing. Yeah. Please do it with our stories. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 so no, no, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, what they call him? Uh, the, the, the Disney, no, no, the, call the Disney, Disney of, hated I hate yes. that too. Yeah, I do not call him that. Do not call him. I'm sorry, but they were never in the same. Yeah. Like Disney is, I and I mean, I grew up watching Disney, but yeah. it does not satisfy. At say, all. Say, it's I'll such say, a rude thing to say. Yeah, I'd say Disney was a trendsetter for just animation. Yeah. Large, yeah. But this is a completely It's a completely different. different yeah. So it's just fine. Yeah. I can't. I've I, also I, heard that and I was like, oh, hell no. Like, you type in Miyazaki <laughs> Wikipedia and it's like, Disney, Disney in Japan. Japan. I'm like, no, this is yeah. offensive, guys. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, and I, I really like how you brought that up because yeah. something I wasn't going to mention. Yeah, yeah, the whole comparison between Disney and Miyazaki. Oh, yes. With most people actually say Miyazaki is the greatest animator of all time. Yeah. But yeah. another really interesting thing about Spirited Away is that Disney did acquire the rights to like distribute it in North America. Yeah. And yeah. the dude, John Lasseter, the mm-hmm. dude who's mm-hmm. like the godfather of 3D animation, the dude who made Toy Story, yeah. well, and he's a big friend and fan. 
Okay. He basically okay. worships Miyazaki. Yeah. He was yeah. one who told Disney, this yeah. movie, you have to buy the rights. Yeah. I'll produce the yeah. whole subtitling and yeah. dubbing process. Yeah. So like, it's really interesting that yeah, that those comparisons, but it seems that all these other people seem to look up to Miyazaki. Yeah. As he's the master. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah so he, he also, just another one, because yeah. it's really important. He also did something um, about um, the translation of yes. Japanese film anime into mm-hmm. the english yeah. so you 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 actually have a better quality of um uh dubbed yeah because you know when you watch like your sailor moons and your dragon ball z yeah. they did a really terrible job yes. because so they yeah yeah yes. so yeah, yeah. yeah. and the voices yeah. and and just the way they handle the original content they they kind of like translate it in a very like American, you know, and it's yeah, really terrible. Yeah, yeah, and one of the when he did um, the animated feature of um, um, Nosek of the Valley of the Wind, yeah. uh, which was annoyingly voiced, one of the characters <laughs> was a Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, god! Um, but they cut out so much of his. They cut out so many scenes of the original Japanese film, um, and they did such a terrible. Um, actually, no, sorry, it was Laputa in the Sky, yeah. Laputa yeah. Uh, Castle in the Sky. They did such a horrible job bringing it to an English audience, he was like, no, hell no. He, so he was like, when you take my films, mm. um, you no, know, you have to like do yeah, them justice. Yeah. To the point where you watch like the original Japanese, like in Japanese and English, there's not so much of a yeah. difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that was also brilliant because he was like setting standards for how like the Western world can't just take yeah. this art yeah. and just like fuck with it. Like yeah. you have to respect, yeah, you have to it. respect it. And yeah. I think that helped set also the trend for other animes that crossed over yeah. they have to be you know well done yeah, yeah. yeah. fun fact Liam Neeson has been a voice actor in a Miyazaki film <laughs> <laughs> which one? the ponyo yeah he was the dad yeah Jada Pinkett Smith was the mother wolf in in um, what? yeah in, in Princess Mononoke yeah. yeah um yeah, no, it's it's a, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I, I feel like at some point Hollywood was like, especially when um, uh, Miyazaki became like a thing. Yeah. Hollywood was like, I want to be, I want to be. Yes. So when like you see Princess yeah. Mononoke, you have such a cast of like, uh, what is his name? Um, shoot, I forget his name. Um, anyways, like that cast yeah. is just full of like, at the time like A list celebrities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same thing when I was like also reading up, especially in House Moving yeah, Castle. And then, yeah. like, you see the cast, then I'm yeah. seeing like Christian Bale. And yes, I'm like, yeah, 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 definitely. Very interesting, very interesting. Yeah, yeah mm. so that's uh, uh, Joel's yeah. third pick. So, yeah, nice. Let's now go on to Charity's my third, third pick. pick. Oh my god, so I have to say that my third pick is Cowboy Bebop, the series. Um, I mean, I love the movie, but I think the series is a much more in-depth. Uh, uh, I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I think they did the movie because people loved Cowboy Bebop so much. They were like, "Why is it over?" And and, 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 and the way they left things at the end yeah, yeah. was just like, you know, just the fans were like, "No, no please!" So they made the movie, and it was hugely successful. Um, yeah, so Cowboy Bebop is basically about the main character Spike Spiegel, and he's a um, he's a bounty hunter. The whole entire uh, story takes place in the future, mm-hmm. so it's it's technically a sci-fi fantasy series. Yeah. Um, set in twenty seventy one. Yeah, twenty seventy one. Yeah, yeah, it's a space western. Yeah. Um, it's 
I guess the noir style, noir. film noir style. It's comedy. Uh, it's comedy. Cyberpunk. It's it's uh, it's it's I love it so much um, because it just encompasses everything that I love yeah. stylistically. I love the way it's drawn. I love the I love the use of jazz. Yeah. Um, um, I love each character and their unique background story. And and I mean, this is kind of how like Cowboy Bebop is. Like, there's there is a full narrative of like Spike mm. and his journey to confront his nemesis, which is like a someone he used to I guess work with. Yeah. I mean, that's um, the vicious. They were in the same gang. Um, and then along the way, of course, he's working with his uh, partner. Um, uh, uh, how do I just draw a blink? <laughs> um, uh, Jet, Jet, um, who's like this tough, used to be policeman with like a robotic arm, and so they work together. But then along the way, they take on some uh, bounty, like the cases to get bounty hunters. They run into Ed. Absolutely love Ed. Who's like a <laughs> tiny child, genius brain, can hack anything. Um, and then, uh, and then Faye Valentine, who's like just, she's just a hot mess, <laughs> but she's a brilliant, like she can shoot, she can fight. And I just loved her backstory. And like every episode reveals something about the character. Um, every episode, I mean, it's like, uh, I love how they look at our modern world today, but I mean, maybe how can I say it? Cause uh, like, there's a famous quote by Margaret Atwood. She's like, Science fiction is really about the now. It's, it's. it's like I mean, critique. it's like yes, it's a critique of the now, and they do that so well. They talk about like technology. They talk about, um, you know, like the the human culture of just like survival. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's really brilliant. Um, what what I would love to say about it though is it is the first anime. I mean, I think there was like samurai, Shen, no, yeah, samurai yeah, well, yeah. It's the first anime that had a really diverse race of people so you had black characters yeah. you had like Asian characters you of course it's mostly Asian yeah. uh, sorry what, I mean, like Middle Eastern yeah. Asian I guess yeah. you can say like in the film they have this um, that brilliant character who's like from uh, I guess Middle Eastern region. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah they have Latinos and white people and I think it's a really interesting series because Normally, like all the other ones we've talked about, mm-hmm. there's usually one creator. Well, the, the, there's a main creator and their art style. Mm-hmm. So like Miyazaki, with the way he drew his manga, is the yeah. way you see yeah. his animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, even Sailor Moon, like the manga went into the animation and it's usually the same person creating their vision in both formats. But this one was uh, the, the director, is it Shinichiro Watanabe? Yeah, Shinichiro Watanabe. Yes. yes. Which Japanese names sound like? <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, he directed it, but each part of this project was done by someone else. I don't have all the names, but yeah. the yeah, art style I, was a completely help? different. Yeah, help me. Yeah, because I written that down, and yeah. the production team was called Hajime Yatata. Yeah. With the director Shinichiro Watanabe. Yes. The writer was Keiko Nobumoto. Yeah. Character design was by Toshiro Kawamoto. Mechanical design by Kimatoshi Yamani, and then the composer was Yoko Kano. Mm. So it was like pretty much they're yeah. credited as being the people who yeah. made this series. Yeah. So nice. and, and and they like the collaboration. I think speaks to how strong the the the, the series is, mm. because then you have you know one person focusing on the writing, one person focusing on directing, one person focusing on the character and the concept, mm. um, and I think that just makes it 
really I think for me it's the best anime I've ever seen because it has so much the world is so immersive it has a similar immersive quality like Miyazaki um, where you really do feel like I am in the year 2071 right 71, yeah. um, and, and, and it's the way they kind of bring it about like I really love Faye Valentine's backstory <laughs> where um, they get this mysterious VHS tape. They don't know how to use it, so they have to like go to old Earth. Mm-hmm. And, then, and so then you kind of start to see like the state of the Earth. And, and these are not new things. This is stuff that they're talking about all the time mm-hmm. with climate change or whatever. Yes. And so they have to like go to like this specific building, and it's like this building has like these mutated fishes in it, and they have to like swim underwater and to like go to like... And it's actually a museum. It's a museum mm-hmm. of like old things from ours like our this time, that yeah. this like yeah and so they find like this VHS player actually they they get into this argument with this nerd who's like this is beta you can't play you know he's like yeah, he's like, yeah, really, yeah, he's yeah, like this yeah. is beta and this, this is, is this yeah, and you yeah. can't really play them and you know Spike is like what the fuck are you talking about and then he's like smoking a cigarette and he's yeah. like you can't smoke near these yeah, antiques yeah, yeah, and you know so they like they, like they go on this like hunt to play this very specific VHS tape <laughs> and then they find like they go like through all of this like swimming underwater and so they find it and they bring it back home and then they're not compatible and then they're like damn it and then like they finally they figure out how to watch the tape and it's it's the it's it's a videotape of um Faye when she was a child and it turns out that you know and these are so spoil- spoilers guys like this yeah. is it's okay yeah uh, I'm sorry I'm sorry but watch it, it there's yeah. still a million other things you'll get that you just I can't talk about um, so then you find out that Faye um, you know like had uh, like gotten into this uh, plane crash well I, what would you call it? like a not plane but you know these outer what rocket. am I trying to say rocket yeah. yeah there was like a rocket a rocket launch maybe. launch yeah, that yeah. you know went wrong um, and she survived and then she was cryogenically frozen and then she was revived in this 2020 or sorry 2071 um, which I'm like now when you, when you see like Elon Musk and these guys going to space I'm like oh it's yeah. beginning yeah. now like, all of these things are beginning now yeah. like commercialization yeah. and you know like in the series like you know Venus is like this like resort where there's like oh, casinos yeah. so like every planet has like a whole they have like a complex travel system and police and different so it's really like it is an amplification of the world we are in now but it's like you know this concept of um colonizing other planets which is now at like the forefront yeah Yeah. it's it's like this is literally what we are like like artists are so prophetic which is like you know um but this is something that's really in a lot of science fiction yes um and so yeah so she when she pieces her story together, you actually find out that she was conned. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so today. People yeah. con each other all the time. Mm-hmm. So she wakes up, and, and I really found it crazy. Like, So when she's taken out of her cryogenic sleep, she's given this whole narrative. Like, we don't know anything about you. We don't know who you are. We just called you Faye because that's what we think would be cool. And it's like this doctor. And then he's like, and you have all this debt. And then she falls yeah. in love with this wow. man yeah. and he's like taking care of her. And then like um, he dies and she thinks he's dead. And then she's like, well, uh, what have I inherited? Because she's like, yeah, we were, we were married. And then they're like, well, actually, you inherited all his debt. And I'm like, what? <laughs> 
So she becomes a bounty hunter yeah. to pay off all yeah. these debts. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like when she under when she understands that her whole entire life was basically a con. Yeah. You just kind of like you're like, God damn, the world is so fucking brutal. But they're not polite about it. They're like, Yeah, hell yeah, she it's brutal. And this is why she's rude and self entitled yeah. and she has no empathy for anybody else. She's like, I'm out to take care of me. She's earning yeah. it. <laughs> Um, but yeah but somehow because they all have this similar quality where they're like except for Ed who's like I want to be part of the team they all have this quality of like we're just out to survive but then slowly by slowly they kind of like yeah they come to love each other and like when each when one is not there it becomes like a very empty space Um, and I love that they didn't like make it like a romantic thing like between Spike and Faye like like, I was like no it's too easy yeah I do I I do have this one critique of the series and it's Faye's outfit I'm like she is so over sexualized I'm like so over sexualized I'm like she has like this thing like I don't know if it's a thong or a strap and I'm like there's no way that I'm like there's a man drew this a man drew this it is not it looks very painful it's like constant wedgie from like season one to like this woman i'm like a man drew this character because no woman in their right mind would ever wear whatever that is it just it's like it's just too much for your lady parts yeah and your boobs constantly out i'm like no these are not how like does her boob not pop out when she's doing like flips and kicks and and i'm like no guys come on come on Aside from that, I'm I'm really I love almost everything and and um, Ed Ed was actually supposed to be black like the what black, yeah yeah there's okay. a yeah the, they show the original character in one of the episodes when they get the dog there's like these little kids so Ed was meant to be black um, but then they I think they do a really good and I think why they're so successful the series is successful outside of just Japan is because they do represent other yeah. peoples mm-hmm. and cultures and again painting that image of the future is much more of a melting well I want to say melting pot but this uh, I forget what the word is but we're like all types of cultures and things yeah, are just kind of yeah like it's 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 all coming together like there's no longer yeah, uh, the divisions, you know divisions like it's like yeah, that, yeah. there's remnants of cultures yeah. like you can tell this person is yeah. from this but there's a way that the futuristic kind of context forces all of these people to like yeah you know have to coexist and all of that and i think that that's for me has always been an important motif in science fiction um there's like the treacherous things you know the elements survival capitalism is still alive and well but yeah anyways i I think you you guys can add other things because i'm just like i I can never (laughs) stop talking about cowboy people yeah Yeah. no it's uh definitely one of my uh, favorite series uh in anime i tend to also drift towards stories that have like individualistic mm. like outcasts yeah that create this kind of family unit yes, family exactly. unit. yeah exactly yeah I, I always find out i always find that so powerful yeah image um yeah yeah um so for me cowboy b-pop slow burn series or yeah. slow burn series it's, yeah. it's also one i didn't immediately take to mm. and grew to really appreciate yeah. over time um, yeah. yeah, you talked about the, the dude doing the background art, man. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Me, vehicle art and stuff like that. Like that's always such a yeah. that's my hardest point for me. Like as an illustrator, so and the amount of details. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's actually good to build. Uh, there was more of a collaboration and it yeah. shows. Yeah. Because uh, it does definitely elevate it if you got one person like focusing on the characters yeah. and one person on the yeah. vehicles and. Yeah. And yeah, that marriage was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'd say one of my favorite episodes though was this episode that had this kid that was immortal. Oh yeah, the, the, kid the that little just lived for yes. yeah, that was insane. <laughs> that was such Woo-hoo. a great premise. Oh my god, yeah, for me it was so terrifying. This kid could like get away with all these things, right? Because no one yeah, ever suspect. ever suspect. Yeah. This is an old man, old man inside <laughs> his body. <laughs> yeah. It was so scary. Yeah. It really was. And that's the first time you ever see he- uh, Spike hesitate to shoot. Yes, yeah, because yeah, it brought so many. Yeah, it was like, like ah, questions. Yeah, questions. Like, no, and even it's so crazy. Even like the details of that kid's origin were just terrifying. So terrifying. Just terrifying. Yeah. But yeah, I I really loved the whole bounty hunting thing. I yeah. loved that they were all broke. Yes, they always always yeah. broke. They were like food. <laughs> yeah, man, I think you food. Just can relate to that. Man just, shall not live by carbohydrates yeah. alone. Sorry, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. Yeah. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. um, yeah, I love that they were just drifting through space, and and yeah. even the way you described the the whole face storyline, I love the yeah. way the stories are just based on very silly premise. It's, yeah. it's like you have to do this simple thing and then the steps just yeah. become increasingly ridiculous like yeah. the more you go yeah. uh, I'll say what I also like uh, about the series is the mortality of the characters Yes, because Spike is in some super power yeah. like, you know what episode it was where they were like surrounded by like 12 people even the way he fights yeah. I find it so elegant because yeah. he just kind of like because uh, mm. he has that, he has that trickster element which is kind of his character as well yeah. he's just kind of suave charming and he just does a few hand movements <laughs> yeah. and yeah. you don't have your weapon yeah. anymore <laughs> and they so love that I, I love the sense of danger I felt like any of these characters could die at any, at any point. time yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. build up even to the finale and yeah I, I loved because uh, uh, what I love especially with the premise of like outcasts is that they, the reason they all come together is that they're all running away from something yeah so even the fact that we like, delve deep into these things like can you like truly escape uh, yeah. those demons and it's like Spike also choosing to keep yeah. that chip on his shoulder even if he didn't have to yeah yeah for me that was a very powerful message because uh, some murkiness I think we all live in because yeah. yeah, shit goes down and it can be really hard to let yeah. go yes <laughs> Like no matter what you're willing to like yeah. die on that. Yeah. And I really like that about the character because it's so likable. Mm. And yeah, you don't want him to like suffer, you just want him to be happy and like, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, I'll say the space western also uh genre is like one I really, really love because yeah. I always loved cowboys mm-hmm. and I always love spaceships. Yeah. So I'd marriage for It just like it worked yeah. so well. Yeah, it was oh overload. Just overload. Overload. Um is even like this was an episode that was not very like mm. it's like overly complex like the yeah. one with that was it a chick was like a trucker like a space trucker it was like hauling this yeah. giant cargo yeah. like yeah. big buff yeah. chick yeah and I don't know like I don't even remember the story it didn't really make that much of an impression on me yeah. but I just liked the imagery of, and of, the yeah. vibe yeah. Of, yeah 
Like they just the, took the whole yeah. trucker thing and yeah. literally a truck in space. space. Yes, yeah. yes. It's <laughs> a truck in space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the design was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I love yeah. the lawlessness as well of yeah, that space. Of this, yeah. yeah, I mean... I, yeah, I, I just love the human society page because again, yeah, like you're talking about like the diversity and yeah. the way it's shaped by yeah. the world that yeah. they live in then. Yeah. yeah, you can't hold on to the same shit. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> there's just too much wow. Yeah. Now to living <laughs> 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 and try and conquer it doesn't make sense yeah um but yeah this is a very strong pick it's also mm. one of the entry level like other than death Note, yeah i, recommend. I highly recommend that again, yeah. it's also short form so yeah. you don't have to invest yeah. too much too time. Like 20, 26 yeah. episodes yeah. Exactly. So yeah. solid 26 yeah. episodes uh yeah. really really strong yeah. um and if, if you like sci-fi, yeah, this is like one sci-fi. of the best uh, yeah. sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're into slow burn, I was like, yeah. oh, that's what can kill a lot of people in the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's waiting starts to out get, slow. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. getting to what would be the interesting stuff and yeah. best for most yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that can take a bit. But if you're willing to sit with, because yeah. it's part yeah. of the journey. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. life is that slow burn. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Great pick. Yeah. And that's the cult episode. I just. Oh yeah. Cult. Where Faye gets into this cult. Yep, I don't yep. remember what she says because she's like always like she's got so much debt. She's yeah. just like I don't remember what she said. She was like, if I don't have my body, then I don't have to like I don't have debts. I was like, girl, yes, these things are happening to us everywhere, guys. People are cults are a thing. Like this is not. It's just so insane. I I died. I think that was also one of my favorite episodes. I just I died. I was yeah. like, it's a cult. She's just like, if I get rid of my body, I don't have any more debt. <laughs> it could just <laughs> make sense. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I think I'll I'll, I'll stop yeah. there yeah, with no, cowboy people. I think you guys have pretty much articulated yeah. everything I would have had to say on this. Yeah. Yeah, but great pick. I really, yeah. I also really enjoy cowboy people. Yeah. Yeah, and as you said, great entry level. Yeah, piece to like really get into and understand mm. the anime genre. Yeah. So yeah, those are our, our three picks each. Yeah. So I think now it's time for honorable mentions as yeah. we wrap up the episode. Yes. Yeah. So I made we'll, a list. We'll start. We'll start with you. No, <laughs> please, no, please, please. Yeah, as um, a guest, you can start. Yeah. Yes. So. Akira, of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, all the things. Has to be on all the things I love about Miyazaki and um, these immersive worlds. Akira, yeah. uh, Paprika. Yeah. Actually, anything by Satoshi Kon. Yes. Like, anything by him, I just I have never. F- I've. Oh, I love everything. Um, similar thing, immersive, yeah. really Tokyo complex. Quite dark. Tokyo yeah. God. Yes. Quite always dark. Like yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, of course, that inspired yeah. Matrix. Matrix. All, all yeah. Yes, yes yeah. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, right, because anime has inspired so yeah, much so Western, many. like, yeah, Paprika yeah. was yeah, Inception, Paprika Inception yeah. Ghost in the yeah. Shell is Matrix. Yeah. Um, I personally sometimes see, like, West, like American series or European, and I'm like, this is a, an anime storyline yeah. from yeah. the 90s. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Um, Ghost, uh, yeah, Vampire Hunter D. That's just if you love vampires, you love action. It's also science fiction. Like it's it's really it's just crazy cool. Um, a, a more rare one, but you can find it on YouTube. It's called Angel's Egg. It's like a really dark, also futuristic. It's just it, there's no dialogue. It's very like bizarre, artsy. This little girl in this like alien planet, like trying mm. to protect this egg. Highly recommend. 
this is a very like just a very unique style and very odd film that very few people that I, I hear talking about when they talk about anime yeah. uh, Ninja Scroll hella dark <laughs> but I love it the fighting yeah. it's, it's just uh. um, Yu Yu Hakusho you were talking about One Piece and this kind of like mm-hmm. you know this growing of like you know um, I started watching it and it does use a similar format but it's yeah. also like a man who dies and it's on Netflix guys just try it out see if you <laughs> like it um the way of the house husband is really new but yeah. I really love it yeah. it's about a, it's on Netflix yeah. it's about a, a yakuza boss who's turned like house yeah, uh, house husband, husband. Yeah. and just like, really small tasks become like yes. fucking adventures <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was based on a real guy because I saw some YouTube the YouTube recommended a video about a yakuza boss who becomes like he just retires and he's yeah. like he's like I'm out of it I'm, I'm like a housekeeper yeah. like yeah, yeah. So I, it's really and it's unique because the, the 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 these other animes are so complex in the way they animate, but actually they do it more of like a comic book style. It's quite choppy, but I really love the approach. Yeah. Um, Neon Genesis Evangelion. That's always been like a huge one. People have always debated about it, the way it ended, movies, yeah. it, mythology. Just get into it. Um, anything else I'm forgetting? Um, You've mentioned to me Aeon Flux before. Aeon Flux, right. Um, oh. not, not, okay, so these animes are not necessarily made in Japan. Aeon Flux is... MTV. MTV. Yeah, Aeon Flux is just okay. incredible. Mm-hmm. Again, science fiction. Do not watch the movie with uh, Charlie mm-hmm. Stewart. Please do not. Yeah. See the original stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. The, 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 the her catching a fly with this, yeah, her eyelashes. her eyelashes yeah. it's also really sexual like the, yeah. <laughs> the way it was drawn it's yeah. like really sexual but it's just a very creative art style um, and then I can't remember this other <clears throat> anime that is not made in Japan I, I will have to I should have written it down um, maybe you yeah let me think about it as you yeah as you Yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend that. 
uh, Dragon Ball Shinchan, as well as a great comedic series. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one specifically, I like the dub done by Adult Swim. It's one of the few animes where I specifically like the dub and yeah. really get the sub yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mishita Kira, you mentioned Tokyo Godfathers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, recently, for Western anime on Netflix, mm-hmm. I'll say Castlevania. Yes. Is one. I so good. Heavily. Uh, <laughs> it's really yeah. good. Especially like from uh, season two. I think season two was my favorite season. It was just about the villains and their infighting and them making the plan of like destroying the world. I yeah. Really that they gave them so much of a focus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So much depth. That story is just four seasons. Yeah. It's digestible episodes. It doesn't have too many episodes in a season. I think like ten or eight. Yeah. Uh, not too many. Yeah. I highly recommend that one. Um, which one else? Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's it for me yeah. for now. Otherwise, yeah. we just sleep here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know Avatar. I liked Avatar. Yeah. Oh yeah, Avatar. Last Airbender. Last Airbender. Airbender. Yeah, yeah. Even the the one the one that followed was uh what was it? It's a Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a great female lead. It has. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. You see, that's where the divide happens. Yeah. Because we everything is wrong. The show is Korra. <laughs> it's Korra. The rest of it is fine. <laughs> the rest the of villains, it is fine. Yeah. Like the villains. I love the villains. <laughs> this character this one of her sidekick white boy like, this is like a trope there that I just did not like yeah. this white boy that like talks too much and like uh, I, was, oh, yeah, I was I was, yeah, I was yeah. not about it I yeah. was not about it but yeah, yeah I mean it was uh, for a non and I am biased. I think that Japan makes the best anime. I think that yeah. only now the other part of the world is like, let's get in on this thing. And yeah, I'm like, like the yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty Legend decent. Of Korra is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. The amount of detail they put in the movement, so fluid, yeah. and crisp 2D animation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, better than a lot of stuff we've seen in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Just a shame it's about pretty... the character for me. Yeah. <laughs> That did it in for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm so amused. Um, yeah, th- so there's gonna be a Cowboy Bebop like real life series yeah. at some point. Oh, yeah. American? Yeah. American, oh, of course. That's not great. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, the trend of like Hollywood also like adapting anime is sometimes really annoying. Like Ghost in the Shell was annoying. Um, was this American yeah. Bleach? Yeah, so American Bleach. Yeah. Um, you did American Dragon Ball. Yeah, yep. plenty, which I plenty of them. If you hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you recommend it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I can't think of any more honorable mentions, but I am. Um, I would highly encourage people to give anime a try. Yeah. There's definitely something for everyone. Yeah. You don't have to like all types. There's, but even, you should, there's even just yeah. this just drama centric or yeah. just romance. Yeah, and romance. Like they're not yeah. all like action crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. this? There's some, there's some that are super comedic and adult mm-hmm. yeah. and for children. Yeah. It covers like everything. Because um, if you even look up images online, you, you see pictures of like 50 year old businessmen yeah. like, reading yeah. manga on yeah. a train. It's like, yeah. 
Anyone. Anyone. Yeah. There's even a Jesus one. There was a yeah, Jesus one. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> what was it? Was it? Yeah. I read that. That one. shocked me because I had never seen that till I came back to Uganda, and I was visiting <laughs> a friend, <laughs> and I saw. A G- I was like, "Excuse me, what? <laughs> like, what? Wow, get it, man? Only Bible yeah. comics, for right?" <laughs> I was shocked yep, that it was in Uganda. Was. I was like, what? <laughs> it was like the manga messiah. I was like, what? Yeah. Wow. 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 Okay. Yeah. Why not? It's, um, it's all yeah. possible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think uh, that pretty much exhausts everything we had to say. Okay, not everything. Yes. I mean, yeah. Clearly, I could clearly, on, clearly we could on, go on and on. on. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, this, yeah, it's been a very great, like, discussion yeah. a lot of points you guys have raised and a lot of great titles people should check out yeah yeah so i think that's our episode um yeah i think we did well mm-hmm. even without sharon here yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah <laughs> you, you, you are you are you are very miss sharon so yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway uh, i'll just close it up by saying yeah we are cinema red pill and i'm timothy and joe and we're and here charity. with charity yeah so bye bye, bye. <laughs>